Yo, Miles, what's happening over there on the other side of the pond? What? It's Friday already? No, can't be Friday already. I just logged off from doing last week's show. (laughs) Where have I been? Right, the show that you barely survived. We're 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 happy that you're... Safe and happy and healthy. Uh, and I'm ready to do it all again, Brian. Ready to do it all the, again. Listen, not listen, getting burnt out. Miles, I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate to start the show on like a, on, on a down note or anything like this, but I feel like I just got to get off my chest before we get this thing started. Do uh, it. You know, like, I, you know, my, my, my screen name is Brian Paul. Loves you all. I, I, I tell people at the end of Breaking News Reports that I'm Brian Paul and I love you all. And then I go out on Twitter and it's just a cesspool of hate. And like, dude, if... If if you really want to embody what it means to be a game cat, I, I just implore you all to always leave the internet in a slightly better place than you found it. Uh, it is is such is such a hard thing, I think, to to go online and just and just see all the negativity and hatred. It's like we all have different opinions on things. It's like, but just really, really, I mean, try to spread a little love, man, because it's it's exhausting, and I don't and I don't know how I don't know how most people are are getting through it. Uh, so, so do your best, man. That's all, that's all I ask people today. We'll we'll do, we'll do this show and, and we'll have some fun. Uh, and in return, that's all I ask. What do you think? Meh, nah. I think I screw, screw you, Brian. Screw you. No, and I th- <laughs> no. <laughs> and, I th- and I think and I think we on that note we should start the show. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Two Wise Friday right here on <laughs> on PSVR Without Parole, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. That is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, we do it live. We do it live because we care. Uh, and also, editing is a bitch. We don't want to do that. So that's why, really why we do it live. But, but you know, we just like to hang out with you cats. Uh, like to be here and, and have fun and, uh, and get together three times a week. I- I'm just spouting out random words at this point my name is brian paul from psvr without parole and this gentleman over here young british gentleman proper british gentleman it's sir miles dyer good day to you sir and good morrow to you <laughs> good morrow. Is, is that a thing right. i don't even know what that means is it good i don't mor- know i don't know good morrow it's good morrow like uh good tomorrow maybe i don't know yeah um hmm. yeah man uh happy friday uh and to it, you. The, the week has just flown by uh, but I'm really excited. And also, whenever you do the introduction, I'm always having to remember which way you are on the screen. So you're over here. So I always point that way. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I've just ended up doing it. I'm like, I've got to, while Brian's talking, I've got to do something in this area. So I'm just going to point at lots of places and then point at him when he says hey to me and then maybe high five you. Like, high five me now. There we go. Yeah, hell yeah. And then someone can edit it, add the sound effect. It'd be good. <laughs> well dude thank you so much for hanging out with me today uh guys if you don't know already uh i'm glad to hear that i don't believe it for a second no uh, no it, dude, it's a highlight of my week love it 
<laughs> nice dude let's, let's I, keep doing this let's keep doing this i think before every single show uh there's always a part of me that goes oh so i just want to just i just want to cry so i just want to crawl back into bed and, and cover up in the blankets and you know like hide from the world and then we start doing the show and like it's it, a switch gets flipped and and it's it's almost like somebody injects prozac into my body and and everything is way better than it was 10 minutes ago uh and, and i think there's the energy from the cats to the energy from you uh and of course my other co-hosts on monday and wednesday uh so uh, so a big fuck yeah to everybody out there for making my life better. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And that includes you, Miles. So appreciate that. No, uh, it's mutual, mutual feeling, dude. And uh, mutual respect and energy is, is the best feeling in the world. And yeah, the Game Cats, the community is amazing. And actually, I was saying something similar on Wednesday with my own live show. Sometimes you come to these live shows, even with an idea of what you're going to talk about. And doesn't matter how many times you've done it, you might come to it and be like, are we going to be able to go for an hour? Uh, you know, or am I really feeling it? But once you get the energy, your brain is like, oh, yeah, I remember this feeling of like having conversations about VR that we love, gaming and chatting with an amazing chat that is just full of energy and super chats, which we love. For real. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Excellent. Uh, listen, a few things we want to, you know, make sure you guys know right off the bat. If you, if this is your first time being here, if it's your, 13th, 1,000th time being here, we, we don't care. We want to make sure that you know you're more than welcome to come over and hang out with us on Discord. Click the link in the description below. It is totally free to join. Uh, but for the people who do feel like supporting the uh, the channel financially, you can go to patreon.com slash games. Get your name on that endlessly scrolling list down below there. And uh, that's $3 tier. Uh, also, for the $3 tier, you get access to voice chat on Discord. Uh, and then for the $5 tier, you get some exclusive uh, monthly AMAs. Uh, we brought Why We Love back monthly. Uh, really good stuff, uh, and and, then, uh, and as I've said before, I want to make sure that everybody on Patreon knows that they're appreciated. I'm gonna start bringing the litter box back for the one dollar plus tier, uh, making sure that you know everybody gets something exclusive just for supporting the channel. Uh, so thank you guys very much for that. Uh, also, as uh, the community's been uh, amazing, serial killer, uh, serial killer, the game cat uh, got a got a, a fan wiki page started for us. The click the link for that's in the description. Uh, our amazing uh, friend Jay Meow uh, started. Uh, he, 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 he got the ball rolling on withoutparole.com. That is now an actual thing. I've owned the URL for years, and we finally got some stuff up over there. It's, it's, it's all very primitive. It's all just getting started, right? Uh, but, but make sure you go check it out, and, uh, and, and feel free to send us your suggestions uh, for those things over on Discord. Uh, because, again, we're, we're just getting started with it, but we're taking everybody's suggestions. We want to know how to make things better, what you guys are interested in, because God knows. I have no idea what anybody wants, right? I've, I never. Like I, I am the I'm I'm the antithesis of a YouTuber. I have no idea what people really want from anybody. <sighs> um, but here's what I really want. What I really really want. I'll tell you what I want. What I really really want. And that's for you guys right now in the chat to go check out the poll uh, that we posted uh, before the show started. Do you have faith in Servios to make an awesome Aliens VR game? Uh, as you guys know, they've had a, a kind of a rough track record. Uh, and so when we get to that topic, we want to have uh, your opinions at the ready. Uh, so make sure you click your yes or no and let us know what you think. What do you think, Miles? Do you, do you, do you think they should click the button? Oh, no, I definitely think they should click the button. And actually, the poll's still running. Um, for a bit of tech trivia for anyone watching, there's a few times I've done a poll on my live show, and then once when you do it before you go live, and once you go live, it ends the poll. It's still running now, so this is good. Just means Brian's much more of a professional than me when it comes to live streaming and doing polls. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Listen, let's uh, let's let's kick off this uh, this extravaganza. Nine minutes into the show, eight goddamn minutes, Miles, uh, with a tip from Super Cool Video Bro. The five dollar tip says, "I loved Alien Isolation. I've won an official VR port so badly. But do you think this is this new game will be more action oriented since it's Aliens with an S?" This is- yeah. Uh, so yeah, all so. of this is exactly what we're going to be talking about at the top of the show. Uh, I say top, the bottom of the show. It's, like, it's the bottom the of the event. show. It's, yeah. the, it's the main event. Um, yeah. If yeah, you guys are just here for aliens, like it. just fucking put your feet up, order a pizza. It's going to be a minute. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, today's target, we want to hit 300 likes. You might think, we've heard that before. Well, last week we hit 270, so we weren't quite 300. But I believe we can do it this time. So, yeah. And finally... If you're not watching live and watching on replay, still like, leave a comment. Brian and I check the comments, uh, and we love hearing everyone's thoughts about the show um, You know, throughout the week. It's not just about being live. Obviously, it's great if you're here, but if you're not, you're still part of the conversation. <laughs> I, I, I love that Ian Stanbridge doesn't get me, get, let me get away with anything around here. He said what it actually means is that Brian doesn't know how to end the poll, which... <laughs> you, you you might be onto something. He's just uh, been discording me, yeah. Miles, right? How do I actually uh, get the results? Yeah. Uh, Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver Game Cat with the five dollar tip. Says random thought. I got a fellow Game Cat to collaborate on Logic Neon Groove. Neon Groove, the Game Cat, very loyal uh, follower of the channel. On my dreams game, the dreams game is called the Warriors Call. I'm excited and motivated again, dude. I'm so excited for all these cats who are out there making amazing dreams content uh, to continue making the content because it, sometimes we go months without checking in to see what's happening in dreams, and then when we finally get back, there's all this new shit to, to check out, and it, it, nothing makes me happier than being like, this is so cool, and then I check to see who made it. And it's somebody I recognize from the community. Uh, so keep up the good work, you guys. I really, That's really, awesome. really love it. If you don't think you're appreciated, especially in the Dreams community, like just know that at least I appreciate you. Uh, Donnie, Donatello, the Scientist GameCat, with a $20 tip. Thank you so much. Says, this community, whether it's in Discord, voice chat, Gamescast, Gamescast chat, is filled with wonderful people that come from different places, different points of view. I'm honored to be part of this community. Meows and swipes. Uh, meows and swipes back to you, my friend that's so good because when i tell people about this show and you know friends that may not be gamers or vr gamers i just say it's just a really good vibe like it's actually one of the best things i say about you know why you should watch the live show the show's all right but the chat just so awesome full of great people but talking to the community moving on viewers takeover if you are on discord we have a viewers takeover channel where you can post any questions that you have for the show. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we get to answer them on here. We're going to quickly rush through these because we've got an action-packed show for today. So first up, we've got Tristan2k7, who said, if the cable is detachable for the PSVR 2, how likely is it that we will see a wireless adapter that makes use of the same input slot? My only concern is lack of a battery, and any sort of battery attachment might be cumbersome based on the design. So... We we spoke about this briefly before, but like, what are your feelings like after the? Because sometimes you you talk about this live, and then we go away and have a bit more of a think about it. I I think that light uh, wireless functionality is a real possibility. Do you feel that as well? I mean, I think so. I think so. I think I think all, all the signs are kind of pointing in the same direction. Uh, you know, PS Five has Wi Fi six capabilities. Uh, that is exactly what you're looking at when you when you think about wireless VR. Um, the fact that the wire is detachable on the PSVR two headset, uh, it's, things are starting to line up now and starting to make a little bit more sense. So, so yes, I think so. The big question for me though isn't 
if it's going to be wireless is is if there's going to be a wireless option at launch or does Sony need mm-hmm. a little bit more time to kind of perfect the technology and then give us like a V2 model like a year or two down the road and say, right. hey, listen, for anyone who wants to upgrade, the option is here. You can go wireless if you want. Uh, the rest of y'all, your, your, your headset's still awesome. That's a great point. Yeah, I, I can't see it happening at launch, but who knows? Um, but yes, yeah, definitely something later down the line. Uh, right, number two, Flat Eric, uh, or Flat Eric, who I believe is new to Discord, so welcome. Uh, do you think the AIM controller did well enough to get a new version for PSVR 2? It's the absolute standout peripheral for me and makes shooters so much more immersive. Again, this is something we think about a lot, and when I think about PSVR 2 titles like uh, First Contact Entertainment, you know, if they do a Firewall Zero Hour 2, mm. you want that to be with a new peripheral. Um, I'm someone that's not used... Um, you know, great tracking controllers on like Oculus and that for two-handed guns and stuff. So I don't know. It's it's not never going to be as good as the aim controller, but and there's no possible way that they could make the aim controller work for PSVR two. No, I mean not not the original aim controller. No, no. Uh, but but really, I mean, what the the reason the aim controller was such a great. Uh, such a such a success or or why we all loved it so much on psvr1 is because it offered things that move controllers didn't right not only not only did it feel like you were holding a two-handed weapon which is important uh, but also it gave us analog sticks on the controller where the moves yes didn't, right and so and so that was actually a big uh, a bigger reason why the aim was successful more than anything else and now that we right. have the sense controllers are going to have those analog controls uh we've got the sticks on it we've got the adaptive triggers we've got all of this stuff that's really amazing I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep saying the same thing over and over. Is that I don't see an AIM 2.0 being a fully functional controller. I see AIM 2.0 being a piece of PVC piping where you click your sense controllers into it. So you use your existing controllers, and then once you have the headset on, it feels like the AIM controller, right? Because you get analog sticks right where they're supposed to be. It moves like a two-handed weapon is supposed to move. Like this is. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's all we need next gen. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I just I, I want it to be released as quick as possible. Um, how many years after the PSVR came out? It was a couple of years, was it, before the AIM came out? I want I want to say Farpoint was 2018. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Was that 2017? I don't know. Somebody in the chat's going to tell me long before I could search search it up for myself. But I'd it, li- it wasn't I'd li- terribly I'd like long. I think it will come out within a year. Within a year of yeah. the PSVR two. I think they know the demands there. There's going to be massive outcries for it. I, I mean, think it'll launch think about... Like, just a little peripheral, yeah, man. It's like, a, here's your $20, psh, just snap it on. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Because you remember launch. that at the end of the PS4 cycle, they did the back paddles that you could put onto your DualShock. Yeah. And then there was a speculation of, oh, is the PS5 DualSense going to have uh, back uh, paddles? The back button. Because um, I'm someone who... Because I, 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 I'm someone who bought a scuff controller for PS4, uh, and once you start getting used to it, my goodness, it's really hard to go back, you know, having the jump button and freeing up your hands a bit more. Um, but then when the DualSense came out, it didn't. But now there's this talk, was it rumors? I don't think they've announced it yet, but I think very soon they're going to be announcing pro models mm-hmm. of the um, of the DualSense controller. So, right. you know, it, it's interesting that sort of the cycle of, popular products comes around quicker and quicker so yeah could be a launch thing or, or very soon after i think there'd be definitely demand for it i do um, i do like sci-fi game cat henry in the chat it says i'm just gonna 3d print one <laughs> it's like, all right yeah that, that'll probably happen uh long, maybe even before we get our own uh official one who knows 
3D printing has got a lot better because um, a friend of mine, his uh, brother does 3D printing and they did it, but it's just, it's quite, it's quite brittle. A lot of the old plastics, I'm sure it's got a lot better now because the thing is, you're not going to be careful. It has to be really well built because in VR, you're not thinking about being careful. You're, you're, you're in the gunfight, right. you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, cool. And then number three, Naughty Twitcher uh, says, what would your dream innovation in VR gameplay be? And they've actually provided one. For example, I've always thought that being able to grow and shrink at will in a VR environment would make a great gameplay mechanic. Think Marvel's Ant-Man VR or something similar. Or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, is there something you wish you could do in a VR game that hasn't been done yet? <clears throat> so the first thing that comes to mind is obviously always horror, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever, I th- whenever I think about innovations or VR in general, I think about horror. And, uh, and so I think the thing that I'm thinking about is... I, I kind of want to be able to, without somebody knowing, invade their game. I want to be able to, like, just like a, like a Souls game, right, where you can, like, invade somebody's game, but, like, sort of without them knowing. So, like, somebody could be running around a haunted house, and then, like, I'm there, right, as, like, you know, in, instead of being some, like, uh, animatronic animation or something, you know, like, or, or you know, Freddy Fazbear or, uh, or whatever the dude is from... Uh, from until dawn right the the you know the slasher yeah type dude right like i i want to i want to be able to invade somebody's game and instead of it being like ai it's me right and then when and then when i kill you you go you were just killed by that would be dark and be like oh no way like that was a real person that just killed me it wasn't just some ai that's the first thing that comes to mind but i don't know i didn't give it too much thought what about you no that's a really cool idea um i mean have we had any asymmetric multiplayer games yet in vr because i think of like uh, dead by daylight and things Mm -hmm. like that like it sort of plays into it but yeah being able to invade and you saying that reminds me of um you know the classic game journey the beauty of that game is towards the end you see other players but there's no name above them you don't speak to them it's just that everyone's on this journey and you don't know who they are they're just a player from around the world and it's this sense of we're all in this journey together and not knowing who they are gives it this kind of cool effect i mean for me when it comes to innovation if i was to think really far ahead when you think of the power of like the the haptics and the dual sense and now it's going to be in the headset um i remember when playing returnal and you go into the main menu and you you, it goes into first person and you can hear the rain hitting the Mm -hmm. helmet with the 3d audio so having that with the haptics on the headset like if you could feel the rain hitting your head like i don't know how good the haptics are going to be that would be amazing. Or maybe in the future, full body haptics. So when you go swimming, you actually feel like you're swimming. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that, that I think that few, uh, full full haptic suits is definitely going to be the future um, for sure. But um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Nice. Uh, cool. Brian, quick Yo. one. Yeah. Sunday weekly multiplayer. Is, yeah, what is, is it? Professor, is, is Professor Lilith in the chat? Uh, if well, not, we'll put it on hold. But... Yeah, we should we should let everybody know that every single Sunday at uh, at, at two p.m. Eastern, uh, the Professor Lilith, loyal loyal game cat out there, uh, always organizes a multiplayer PSVR game. Uh, there's usually votes every single week in the Discord to decide which game uh, everyone's going to play. Uh, and, and really, I'm going to tell you this right now. Like even even though I'm not, I don't know off the top of my head which game uh, we're playing this Sunday. I, I've got to say. Uh, there are so many dead games in our libraries and, you know, especially with, with spark bucket to go offline, uh, you know, rumors of, uh, of space junkies possibly headed that way. Uh, all sorts of different games that like, we're never gonna be able to play again. Uh, 
really want to be able to take advantage of some of these games while they're still playable or games that like you know if if we don't organize these things are just never going to be played multiplayer again uh so like really this is yet another reason to join the discord yet another reason to be part of the community because so many people will comment all the time on like my honor and honor and duty d-day review and say yeah that's that's all great but it's a dead game i'm like yeah dude every game's a fucking dead game on psvr unless you do something about it right and here we are we're trying to do something about it so like and give you games to play and like give like organize these times where people will actually flood the servers and we can have a good time together um so uh so so shout out to professor lilith who's always making sure that amazing every sunday uh is a thing and what we're going to try and do is um we'll organize ahead so we can actually and always make because normally um professor will do a super chat and let us know which is amazing but like we want to just make a bit more noise about it because it's such a great thing and also maybe shout out what the poll is uh for the following week but brian what's gonna happen when psvr2 comes out i've just thought are we gonna be doing multiplayer on sunday for maybe cross platform games or i i'm pretty sure we're gonna be playing psvr2 games bud <laughs> like, yeah i know yeah 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 we are uh, we are there's no worries about that <laughs> once once things settle down once we all get past the newness of playstation vr2 and how next gen and we're feels, sick of it and we're it, going this is sh- rubbish right let's go back to psvr1 yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, we'll say, hey let's give these psvr1 games some love yeah man we'll, we'll make it happen we'll make sure that you know those don't get forgotten about until and, until we're forced to forget about them because at some point that's going to happen. Hey, real quick, uh, Miles, I want to make sure that we give a shout out to Super Cool Video Bro with a two dollar tip. He was referring to our AIM 2.0 conversation and the PVC piping. He said we zapper, but for the PSVR two, which is I think a pretty good analogy. Uh, and we also have uh, Brandon C with the twenty dollar tip, uh, saying the bartending gig's been going well, and I got to pay it forward. Love you all, man. Uh, thank you very much, Brandon C. Uh, as a former bartender myself, I know that you got to you got to you just ride the ebbs and the flows, man. Like some, some weeks are amazing and some weeks are absolute garbage. Um, you know, especially, especially when I'm, especially waiting tables, man, like it's like, you just get screwed out of a bad section. You just get a bunch of bad tips in a row. Bartending seems to be a little bit more stable. Um, but trust me, man, I know, I know how it is. And, uh, I'm sure it's not the last couple of years. Hasn't been easy, uh, for restaurant employees. I, uh, I, I got out just before the pandemic. Wow. All right, man, let's, uh, let's move on. You've, you've been, uh, holding the, holding up the rec room fl- flag for a little bit here. Uh, you've been you've been waving that strong and proud. W- what the hell's going on over at rec room, man? Talk to me. So, two things are happening in rec room. One is we created with help of Creeper Betty and RCL Man helped create this awesome rec room for PSVR without parole. So that's the room. But there is also a, a, a functionality where when you're on the menu and you look at your watch, there's clubs which you can't access through the Rec Room website, so you have to do it in-game. And when you go to clubs uh, and you search PSVR Without Parole, there is the PSVR Without Parole Club. And when you join it, you can set it so every time you log in, you spawn in our clubhouse. Um, If you haven't seen it already, definitely check it out. It's really, really good fun. Um, But yeah, we've got a club. And every time I'm sort of playing Rec Room and that, occasionally I'll throw out ads left, right and centre, and there's people that play PSVR that don't even know about this show. And, uh, yeah, um, it's been going a few weeks now, and we've just hit over 1,000 wow. members. Um, so, yeah, it's huge. Uh, it's a huge amount. And so there is an event in the diary in Rec Room for Sunday. It's going to be a get-together um, that's going to be at uh, noon Pacific time. 
3 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. UK time. Um, it's like an hour after the weekly multiplayer um, starts, so there is a bit of a gap there. Um, I would just say, come on down even for a bit. I don't know who's going to turn up from the wider Rec Room community, but I think it's just a good chance to, um, as Brian was talking about at the start, you know, putting that positivity out there, and we might get some more people that want to join. But I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Wapow, um, who was the user that was the fa- the, the 1,000th, because they were running up to me going, nice point at the watch and then they subscribed and it went to 1000 and uh yeah and they said what do i get and i said oh i'll just give you a shout out on the show so yeah um i I hope that's i hope that's prize enough yeah 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 but i you know i don't know what what's going to happen with the club on on rec room or if it's going to do anything but you know if it does become like the go-to place for psvr players on rec room which is a massive community then i think it's a, a great way of engaging with people and um you know, bringing more people into the community on here. Like, um, for me, Rec Room, as I've always said, is the closest we've got to a sort of a PlayStation social hub yep. at the moment. Um, when PSVR 2 comes out, and we'll get to this in a story shortly, we want a PlayStation VR home or something that we can hang out on. But yeah, just go on Rec Room, search PSVR without parole, join the room, favorite it, uh, and also um, join the club and uh, come hang out. Yeah, you can make it your default room too, right? So it's the one you automatically load into if uh, if it's someplace that you. So you don't, yeah. Yeah. So you don't, so you don't load in the dorm. And I'm sure they'll get to a point with critical mass where every time you log in, there'll be other game cats there and PSVR players. Yeah, that's kind of the hope, right? So instead of like loading into your lonely dorm room, it's like, oh hey, oh hey, oh hey, what's going on? I know you, I know you too, I know you too, (laughs) I know all 999 of you. Nice. All right, man. Well, listen, it's been it's been kind of a crazy week for PlayStation VR. Strangely enough, saying this what should be kind of a dead time. There's been a lot of great news, a lot of great things happening. Uh, and I think the first great thing that we want to talk about is uh, it comes from Beat Games. They had a huge update. Uh, and, and, and I feel like this is going to get overlooked, I think, a little bit out there. Uh, which yes. is why we really wanted to talk about it. They added, I'm sorry, how many, <laughs> how many okay. new One Saber maps out there? Yeah. So they've added 87 new, they call it one saber, I just like single saber sounds better, single saber levels um, in 29 songs. So some of these songs they might have done a normal, um, uh, an expert, or sorry, hard expert, expert plus. Mm -hmm. And they've done it for the original soundtrack um, and also some of the music packs. So I went on there and did it with some of the Monster Cats uh, tracks. And they've also added... The arcs and chains um, that um, is the new functionality. So on old tracks, this is something Brian and I were talking about a few weeks ago on here about what would we like to see in Beat Saber. And one of these issues is we want the new uh, types of um, you know gameplay functionality brought back to the legacy tracks. And this is, seems to be like one foot in the door, no pun intended, because it's, it's just one saber, one arm in the door. But, um, you know, this is a great step, and it shows you that they are thinking, how do we go back uh, and celebrate this, um, you know, with, with this new functionality? Um, I played a few tracks. The thing about one saber mode, um, I love it, but it's a real workout, and you have to get a lot better with your wrists at, like... Yep. You know, you you forget that when you have two arms, one swings away while the other swings. And as soon as it goes from that to, no, it's one arm, you're having to really move about and all over the place. And yeah. I'm always worried my wrist is going to snap off. Um, and I've always done it with my dominant, uh, dominant arm, which is my right um, arm. 
and uh, a part of me tries it with the left and I realize actually it'd probably be good for practice because I'm just rubbish my accuracy isn't that good with it and uh yeah I've had a blast of it and as you say it's probably not going to get a lot of love online because people are waiting for what's the new pack but I think for Beat Saber players who have already invested money in packs it's like no we've now added 87 I mean to be honest I think it's good they've shouted out about the 87 Mm because it's like it's not just 29 songs where we've added one because there's a lot of times where you see the one Saber stuff and it's like one level like you've got an expert plus for this song and then a hard on this one here it seems that they're actually saying no we want to add different stages and you can tell it's been done by the new mapping team because it's um the ones i've done have had really interesting mapping for um for uh one saber levels so yeah um for me it's a it's gonna say double thumbs up one thumbs up yeah one thumbs up i I will give it the other thumbs up to make it two thumbs up uh but it is yeah, for me, one saber mode is one of those things that just sort of is in the background all the time. You know, I don't really do the, you know, I saw Brandon C in the chat uh, saying that, you know, RIP uh, 360 degree mode, like uh, Beat Saber's given up on that. Um, it, but all the, all the other modes have been sort of secondary to me and, and so secondary that I barely play them at all. Um, and so seeing just how many of these there were, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to go in and I'm going to give this some, this a little bit of love and, uh, and see what I feel about it. And, uh, and you can see in the gameplay footage below here, um, let's see, this must be, I must start with Fallout Boy. Oh, here we go. Perfect. But then we, but then we switch over right here to Firestarter, uh, which is on, I think OST five. Um, and it, the mapping, it was just fucking insane. Right. So I did, I started with my right hand and I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this feels like Beat Saber. This is totally fine. And then I, and I was like, okay, well, the next one, my, my right arm's tired. Let's give it a break. Let's do, let's do this <laughs> OST five song with my left hand in a, in like within seconds, I was like, wow, I am definitely right handed because this is yeah. really strange. I, but yeah, it, it, why does it feel so strange, Miles? Because I play Beat Saber with two hands all the time. Right. And when I'm just focusing on the one, it's just like you said, like it's, it's no longer the, the back and forth. It's just, this uh, yeah and, and I, i'll tell you man that like it, it made me realize i have a long way to go in beat saber before i feel like you know because i mean expert's not a problem expert plus is i can get a few songs I get through i don't know maybe like 20 percent of the songs on expert plus um maybe some a lot of them with a little bit of practice but you can see i'm just like flailing here i'm just absolutely flailing just being like this is not fluid at all like i'm just like a robot or something and so i think some doing something like this really 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 would help improve my skills here because and, and that's what I'm going to use these as is practice, not like not like oh I just really want to listen to the song and I really want to do one saber mode. It's like no, I want to be a better beat saber player, and this is one of the many tools they've given us to become that. I do think yeah, I do think it is the one mode on beat saber that genuinely makes your arms ache, and it relies on you doing more of the wrist movement because when you start with beat saber, it's just swinging your arms, keep and it's just like drumming, you know, um, but it's actually all in the wrists you know, and just go when you're doing the backwards and forwards, instead of doing this with your arm, it's like, no, just like that. And um, when it's got all the diagonals and going round and stuff, you just like, oh, I wish I had my other hand just to take the load off, you know, half is would be so much easier. But um, yeah, having an absolute blast of it, I'm going to jump into some multiplayer and hopefully uh, other players on multiplayer up for, for giving these modes a go as well. Hell yeah. Shout out to Firebird Old School with the 200 Sekiros in the chat. Uh, Firebird Old School is, uh, the name is appropriate. Firebird Old School is an old school cat. Uh, always love to see names that I feel like I haven't seen in a while, but I could be totally wrong, man. Like my, I'm just kind of brain dead today. Uh, so if you've been MIA, welcome back. If you've been around, I'm sorry that my brain is so fried. <sighs> um, 
Excellent, man. Well, let's let's move on. I think we have a lot more stuff to talk about. Um, Brian, Gamer Cats. Gamer Cats is now officially recognized by PlayStation. Yeah, I bet it is. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I bet they didn't even remotely screw it up. Yep, they Don't screwed I? it up. Gamer Cats. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, over on Twitter, they said, next week we're celebrating the launch of Stray with your real-life feline friends. Share a photo of your real-life cat alongside your favorite PlayStation controller, game, or gear using the hashtag PSShare. Uh, PS blog for uh, uh, for a chance to be featured, um, and a lot of people have already shown off pictures of their adorable cats. Uh, dude, it's just it's just so uh, it's just so game good, cats. Man. Everyone needs to enter, but make sure you also include the game ha- cats hashtag game cat hashtag game, game cat, cat army. army. Yeah, Game Cat Army, and let's see if we get one of them featured. That would be amazing, dude. Look at um, oh, dude, like. Cats just make everything better. Look at these pictures, man. These are just some of the great. I don't. I don't know what we're looking at. I haven't even oh, looked at these. Oh, right. Uh, it's just, oh, look how many <laughs> how many DualShock fours do you have, Felicity Neal? Yeah. Oh my goodness, this, this is, is such a great campaign. It really they is. Nailed it. it really. They've almost nailed it. They they should have they they should have teamed up with us, and then they yes. would have nailed it. Right. It'd be like, hey, here's the here are the pictures of the Game Cat Army. But it's still cool, even if PlayStation you know how this was decides to do it on their own. How does what, this, what's was, up? this was Jim Ryan at his desk going, how do I get back at Brian for that PSVR 2 leak all that time ago? <laughs> I know, we'll do a post with Gamer Cats. <laughs> right, Gamer Cats. Because it just rolls off the tongue, right? Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. So a lot of, a lot of cool cats. Make sure, yeah, so make sure you sub, uh, submit your uh, photo of your actual real feline friend uh and yeah use it use use the use the hashtag hashtag game cat army the hashtag hashtag game cat army not hashtag game cat army hashtag game cat army uh, <laughs> and show sony that they made a, a little snafu while they were trying to get this right um this is awesome though i, I could scroll through these all day but, and apparently i could because there's an endless supply of them <laughs> it's yeah absolutely ridiculous oh dude oh look at the little kittens asleep or uh, laying down on the ps4 this is too cute man i can't oh, handle it yeah, yep. It's it's really it's really good. I think Stray is going to do really really well. I mean, I'm excited to play it on Tuesday. It's going to be a PlayStation Extra. Um, so if you got PlayStation mm-hmm. Extra or PlayStation Premium, uh, you're going to get to play it day one uh, with, with at no additional cost, which is great. Yeah, you know they they, they already they said they're not going to be bringing like you know AAA titles to the PlayStation Plus uh, lineup uh, on you know on day one. Uh, which we all, I think most of us totally understand that makes sense. Uh, but, but I think maybe a few of us weren't expecting, you know, games that people were really, really excited about to be there on day one, like Stray, you I know, think, probably not a triple A experience, but a, you know, a highly anticipated game that I think a lot of people were going to buy, making the plus platform suddenly a lot more viable for people. I think they're adding 15 games to PlayStation Extra, uh, which is just incredible. Like, that's a lot of games. Um, the PlayStation Premium, the classic games, I think they're adding only two or three. Um, so that's a bit more disappointing considering that's the top tier. Um, but I understand it's also a lot harder to get licensing, you know, sorted out with more classic games. But no, it's uh, it's really, really good. Right, moving on. Well, another PlayStation news. There is this thing. Have you heard about this game, Cats, called PlayStation Stars? Um, PlayStation have tweeted about it. Introducing PlayStation Stars, an all-new loyalty program celebrating players 
that's free to join. And they've got first details on the PlayStation blog. I'll read a few paragraphs from this. Uh, and this comes from Grace Chen, the vice president of network advertising, loyalty and licensed merchandise. What a title. Today, I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars, a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever-growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in campaign simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title (laughs) in your local time zone. And I like that it's that with your local time zone as well. Um, All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points. Points can be redeemed in a catalogue that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. And that's interesting because a while ago there was this talk about trophies being translated like platinum trophies translated into store credit. I think they tested it for a bit, but this seems like a... Uh, uh, sort of an evolution of that Mm. as an additional benefit playstation plus members enrolled in playstation stars automatically earn points for purchases on the playstation store also and this is the bit i'm really excited to talk about as part of playstation stars we are unveiling a new type of reward called digital collectibles collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises they are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. Astrobots comes to mind straight away of that room that you get all the peripherals and stuff like that. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra-rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun. And then finally, they say, we hope this new program brings to mind past gaming memories while making you excited for the future with PlayStation. You know, looking back over, I think it's now 27 years. Um, We're currently doing some early tests on this program before launching it later this year in phased regional rollouts. Brian, what comes to mind? Are you excited for this? Uh, I would not be excited... uh... I would not be excited for this at all if it was uh, if it was flat screen only, but uh, but I think because because really I mean digital collectibles like you're just gonna be thrilled to have digital collectibles sitting around on your flat screen somewhere like in what here I, I just can't imagine caring about that you know being like oh here's a little trophy here's a little you know like a a headmaster uh, you know soccer ball or or, or whatever right I, I can't imagine being excited about that stuff outside of VR. But in VR, especially if uh, if if Sony kind of comes through for us and, and delivers a, a new PlayStation Home for PlayStation VR two users, uh, and we all have our own personal living space and a customizable space, a customizable apartment, and, and and then suddenly you can have all these little knickknacks, these things that you're proud of that you've collected uh, adorning your entire apartment. Uh, suddenly that becomes really exciting to me. Whereas Outside of VR, I just couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like all the... Well, themes were kind of all right. And like, but when you get like new avatars, maybe there's the one avatar you want. But then the ones that you're not using, I don't really care for them. And they had sort of the emojis and messaging of certain characters and stuff. And like, I'm totally with you. And, you know, we, we, we spoke on previous shows about, you know, what we want when you start up the PSVR 2 is not a flat 
home screen. Right. You want it to be an actual home. You're in a room and trophies are on the wall. In Iron Man VR, they had that, where as you unlock trophies, they appear on the wall. But yeah, to have these digital collectibles, to pick them up and turn them around and look at them would just be amazing. And it just, I feel like, it's. I can't say that this is paving the way for having that in VR, but it just, it's something that would just work best in that. Like, surely that is going to be a thing. You know, Astrobot, all their games are really cool that, you know, you unlock all these collectibles at the end and, you know, you know, it builds this world around you with the things that you unlock. It's a really, really fun thing to do. And the thing that PlayStation have also said, which I'm really glad for, although some people may disagree in the chat, is these are not going to be tradable. This is not NFTs or anything like that. Right. They're not getting on in the so NFT So happy bandwagon. they clarified that, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just going to be, for your account, things that you unlock, the the thing that as a trophy hunter, you know, be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title. Now that might just be them, you know, saying, you know, be the first to, you know, platinum horizon or something like that. But I hope it does mean for all games, not just the big ones, but you know, the niche ones as well, indie games, especially in the VR space. Um, because I like the idea that there is these charts of who completed games first on these PSN trophies websites. Sony needs to own that more because all that information has come from playstation's um api like the data's there so sony must know well actually these websites have got all this traffic because people are interested in this they know the power of trophies um and so um yeah i I just think i i think this is really really cool yeah i'm I'm curious to hear what the the reaction from people outside of the vr community is though because again this seems like a perfect fit for vr this seems like you know some i i would want to show it off to friends and be like hey you know before we before we head over to big screen come on over and i want to you know like make you jealous about all this cool shit that i've collected by playing all these different games uh but but i don't i don't see that translating at all to the flat screen i'd love to see how it's even represented on the flat screen right if you're not if you're not presenting them in a virtual world a virtual room a virtual environment like you're just gonna I, I don't know. Are you just going to have like a collection of stickers or something somewhere? <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I get, you could yeah. have like a 3d room, you know, like, and, and maybe, and maybe, and now, now I'm really just speculating. Obviously that's what we've been doing the whole time, but. Well, remember the PlayStation advert we watched? Cause we literally talked about this, uh, where the, the, the guy comes home with the steak or whatever it is on a plate yeah. and he's going into his underground thing and there's all the different items for different games and collectibles. So, yeah. so, Oh, well, um, so do you think so? He, so I mean, I know we're taking this way further than than we than we probably should. But do you think do you think this could lend some credibility to like a PlayStation Home existing when PSVR two launches, and B having it be some kind of hybrid thing where just like Home was a flat screen experience for for PlayStation three users, it could also be for, it, it could be where a place where VR gamers and flat screen gamers can connect. And you're like, and some people are like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing this in VR, just like Rec Room. And some people are like, oh, it's I'm just doing this marketing. on the flat screen. Yeah, it's such good marketing. It's in Rec Room when you're playing. Well, I haven't done it, but I've had friends say, oh, I'm playing flat screen. Are you in VR? And they can see the way you're moving, and it's mm-hmm. like, wow, so you're in the game. Like, um, you know, in a weird way, they're watching a flat screen. It's like, Miles, you're in my TV. Like, you're actually <laughs> right. there. Um, and that's you know, that's great marketing. Is you know, talking to people about this is what it's like being in VR. But yeah, the whole thing about home. Um, I just feel it, it's the 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 only reason I 
have ever thought that home is not a possibility in the scale that we want it to be is because of terms of service the fact that sony have to moderate their own platform mm-hmm. like and that's why gta online did so well because it's gta online you know you can go on there and tell someone to go f themselves as much as you want because it's all a part of being in grand theft auto where you're shooting people and running people off the road um that couldn't work as a playstation home thing um but i do think that maybe the Overton window is moving now. Maybe Sony feels there is a bit more freedom and there are ways of moderating. Yeah. I mean, I think of uh, Zenith um, and like how non-toxic, as far as I've seen, uh, you know, the community is. It's obviously going to be different from VR gamers that go into that compared to opening it up to the whole of PlayStation. But right. yeah, I mean, look, I, I really do hope that, you know, that, that we hate the buzzword, the metaverse, but the reality is the metaverse is a real concept. And if the metaverse is a concept that all these big organizations are investing billions into, whether it's with Epic, PlayStation Epic Games, whether it's with Meta or it's with you know any other companies, the point is they see the social spaces. They've looked at Epic Games and Fortnite and all the live show experiences and the, you know, the fact that these become massive global celebrated events. Um, they know this is the future. And so um, it would be a huge missed opportunity if they're not paving the way for that now. I think they do. I think they know that the future is of gaming is social platforms, and, and that's what they're going to work towards. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I want to make sure this is the, the worst thing about letting tips get past us is that they're way out of context by the time we get to read them. So my apologies to Looper, the underground game cat, rare with the two euros, says, yeah, they totally misspelled gamer chick. <laughs> this is all the way back during our uh, gamer cat discussion sorry looper that would have been way funnier 20 minutes ago i apologize all right man let's move into one of our main stories of the day and that's a, uh, another update came to playstation vr game this week uh and that update was for fan favorite swordsman vr uh now it, that recent recently we just got a huge update with the advanced combat uh and the advanced combat was supposed to be uh, include some predictive AI uh, and had all sorts of new motion captured moves for your opponents. Uh, and then this update, the finisher update, is uh, supposed to be give you a chance when once your opponent reaches zero HP, you're supposed to give you a chance to uh, they, uh, they occasionally fall to their knees and let you execute them. There's so many different ways I could have gone. Um, but they fall to their knees. They let you execute them in kind of like whatever way you choose. Um, Miles, we both dove okay. into this today. What what were your first impressions? Well, I said to you when I finished playing it, I said to you on Discord, Brian, how do you finish them? <laughs> and then when you told me, I was like, oh, no, okay, that was it. Yeah. Because I like got to a point where I was holding them at holding the sword at them, and they were like doing this, like. Oh. That's exactly. And what then, you know, and I thought, oh, they're they're gonna start begging or something, and then there's gonna be some like epic thing. And he's like, oh, and I'm waiting with the sword, and I'm like, any last words? And then he just goes, oh. yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of like in Street Fighter when you daze an opponent, right? And they just kind of like. It wasn't even that. It just looked like a night out at my local town. Like just <laughs> everywhere, just yeah. people everywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, so th- yeah. So that the, this is something they sort of hyped up a little bit, and we're like, hey, this is this is something we're adding. Um, and and I was like, well, that that's fine. You know, obviously, the second they announce something like this, we go, man, I hope this is the first step 
to being a little bit more Mortal Kombat, being like, hey, you know, this dude falls to the ground, and then you hold a specific button or you're using a specific weapon. Uh, you have you have a you know certain type of armor equipped, and then boom, you can punch into their chest and like rip out a still beating heart, Kano style, right? Or you can just rip off their head uh, with the spine still attached. Uh, shit, who was that? Uh, was that that wasn't Scorpion? Don't who, ask me. I, don't, that, I have no idea. Was that Sub Zero? That was Sub Zero back in the Mortal Kombat One, and so you know, and just like and, and give you give this opportunity and. and you know, 100%, I knew that wasn't going to be in this update. I figured this is just like kind of a setup for another update, setup for the future. But I will still say, even though I didn't expect it to be very much, I am still, and I and I feel like this is sort of the narrative around Swordsman lately, is that I've just been very disappointed with all the updates. Um, and it's because the dude falls to his knees, and he's just kind of doing the, the, the staggering. Not even that. My guy was like on his back, and I was like, and the next guy wasn't spawning, so I knew he still wasn't dead. <laughs> Look, and just to be clear, I don't want him to start like, oh, please don't, I have a family. Right. Like, I don't want any of this stuff and begging. Like, I'm not after that. I, I, I was just curious to know what the feature was, but something I will say, because I know that the advanced combat you weren't particularly blown away by. Right. I hadn't jumped into Swordsman since um, the last boss battle was added. So I hadn't actually played with the advanced combat. And I know that there was some questions about, like, does it feel like it's a real new feature? I couldn't tell you what was new in terms of what I saw, but how it felt, and it might be just because I haven't played it for a while, it just felt a lot more uh, substantial, the combat. It felt like, I don't know, it just felt a bit more real. It, It felt a bit more... Um, impactful, like you were really up against someone that was moving more human-like. I did really like it. Um, But I just want to say, when it comes to Swordsman, I love it. And I don't mean this as a negative, because normally this would be used as a negative for a game. But I think it's an absolutely incredible VR tech demo of what they could do next. Because I I enjoy playing this as a game. But, like, in terms of streaming it and that, because it's just, like, it's in one environment, it's just one-to-one, I think it's great to show friends and it's good to see them parry and all this sort of stuff. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I think everything they've done since Studios has done with this game has been amazing. The fact they keep updating it, mm-hmm. the Kraken and all this sort of stuff, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I just think they've they've been so, so great in their execution and a lot of VR developers should probably take note and take on board a lot of what they've done because a lot seem to just let their games go. Sin Studios have been absolutely brilliant. But when I talk about the tech demo, it's because I feel like for PSVR 2, the fact that they've mastered the the parrying, it feels like... Because, you know, I'm going to say something that's really obvious, but I just think I need to explain it. You know, the difficulty in VR is when you're sword fighting, you're swinging uh, through air. It's why Beat Saber works as a rhythm game, because you're slicing blocks. But then if you're playing a game where you're hitting drums and you're not getting a bounce back because you're not physically hitting something, that can be less immersive. But for a game where you're parrying with with, uh, an AI, you feel it. And you feel like if you don't get it right, you can get you feel you get muddled in with them and it feels a bit scrappy. And that's really awesome. And I just feel if with everything they've learned and they've built and they keep developing for the PSVR two, they did a you know, three player co op game where you're going through a town 
and you know it's like golden axe do you know what if sin studios got given by sega the ip to golden axe and said make make vr golden axe i've just mm-hmm. thought that out of the top of my head right now i'm like they could totally do that and that would be phenomenal i'm just going to put it out there sin studios try and get that if you do that it would be an absolute storm but the thing is the technical side, a lot of games, they have good visuals in VR or maybe they've got a great IP and then the gameplay is kind of good. But at the end of the day, it's about how is this a VR game? How has this game been made great for VR? And what Sin Studios have done is they've made a really solid sword fighting you know, mechanics, which I think now if they implant that into a campaign game, I think would just be phenomenal. That's how I feel. I mean, half the problem is us right now. I'm, I'm going to put that out there because there are so many people that love arena fighters, right? That's just a genre that people love. To us, it feels like a tech demo because we're looking for something bigger. We're looking for something. Uh, we're looking for the you know going from town to town and, and dungeons in between each one where we do this, and it's like this big sense of progression where we're buying uh, you know new weapons along the way and we're you know fighting. And where's the boss? Okay, okay. Now we've taken down the boss of the dungeon. Now we moved on to the next town, and then we get to go talk to NPCs and do the whole thing. But there's a whole sect of people out there, a whole group that loves battle, like just a- a- arena fighters. Right. We're like they're not looking for more than that from this genre. So, yes, it feels like a tech demo to us because like this kind of like isn't our thing. Um, But I totally do understand the people out there who are like, no, this is this is the game I wanted to play, uh, you know, in in its entirety. But but it's on that point. It's also worth mentioning. This is the nature of PSVR. It's been the emergence of domestic VR headsets and gaming like Sin Studios are going to be one of those studios that we look back on and go, yeah, they helped build up VR for what it became. And so the fact that, you know, the thing you say about arena fighters, you know, it is it is popular, but it's because VR is very limiting. You're everyone doesn't have rooms they can walk around. You kind of want to be sort of in a limited area. But because of everything they've built with it, it's given you a bit of insight of actually, no. They could actually do a campaign with this because if it wasn't a it wasn't a good arena game, you'd go, okay, um, it is what it is. I think that's about it. Whereas to have feedback like this, which is it's great at what it does, but we, but it's clear that they could do even better things with this. I think you know, as devs, they should probably um, take good comfort in that. You know. The, the fact that we believe in what they're doing and feel that there's really a next stage to it. So yeah. um, having jumped back into it today, um, I had a good time. I'm not going to spend a lot of time back in it because I'm like, I've been here, but every time I play it, the sword fighting feels great and it feels immersive. And I just now want there to be some kind of story. And that's the stuff that would be really interesting to stream as well. Yeah. I don't think arena fighters are particularly good for streaming because... I mean, if if you really get into the role and like you know ham it up, like that, yes. and, and most streamers do, right? And that's and True. that's and that's actually why I think that this is a great update for streamers because dude falls to his knees, does this, and then they get to go, you know, like they they get to like do some big speech and like and then chop the dude's heads off, sure. you know. But 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 Miles, uh, trying trying to stick to this update here, I, I know we've kind of gone down a road far away from the update. This update has, I think, needs work. Right, and I, and I think, in, in ignoring all of my wishes for actual Mortal Kombat fatalities, what, what what I think Sin needs to do is is when they fall into this dazed state, 
Suddenly, they need to push the, the level of blood through the roof. They need to make it easier than ever to decapitate or dismember your opponent. And, uh, and, and really just like I kind of kind of push things to 11 a little bit because during a fight, I was able to dismember an opponent pretty easily. I was able to just chop his arm off, right? I was able to chop his head off pretty much no problem. But then while they're in this dazed execution state, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to right. kill them in any cool way. And just to be able to go, all right, here yeah. we go. Boom, and with one fell swoop, you know, and give me a 95% possibility that I'm going to accomplish the decapitation. Just give me a ton of blood when it happens too. And then give the streamers what they need to really yeah. act out this crazy fantasy and ham it up and, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and have fun and make their audience laugh and shit. Because right now it doesn't seem, it seems like it's harder to decapitate yeah. them and dismember them when they're in this state. And so so I feel like this is an interesting You're first step, it right. but it's it's just not there. Like it, like take take the next step. I you know, screw fatality, screw the Mortal Kombat aspect. Just just make what you've given us uh just that much better, right? And and I don't think it'd be yeah. that much work from a non-developer standpoint. I'm just assuming it it's got to be easy, right? <laughs> the reason you're not decapitating Brian is you got to remember you're not fucking playing walkabout. You're playing. <laughs> You're not swinging a golf club. You got to get the swing right, man. It's yeah. all about going for that artery there, there. Maybe, um, maybe I'm just not doing I, it right. Something I love about this game, though, is their DLCs. Just the names they give them, like when they came, we got the dismemberment update. The fact they say that, I'm just like, my goodness, that's <laughs> amazing. They're just like, yeah. I mean, um, there's other terms I can think. Skull something that they could uh, come up with updates of. <laughs> All sorts of I'm, stuff. I'm sorry, were you about to su- suggest a skull fucking update? Was that was that where yeah, this yeah, was going? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying they're the sort of with all these updates they've been doing, they could just do that and I go, yeah, that sounds like a swordsman update. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> it's it's they're just, they're just so bold with their updates of like we're just going to do really outrageous violence massacre update. Yeah, why not genocide update? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It spawns, a, it spawns a load of villagers that you can just butcher. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like swordsman. It's unapologetic. It's brilliant. <laughs> Loop of the Underground Game Cap with the two euros says, Sin should just make Elder Scrolls 6 VR. Uh, which, I mean, let's be fair. I think I think that's... Uh, maybe... Maybe maybe the next stop should be Shadow Legend type game. And then and then the, the step after that, go for something open world. Uh, but who knows, man. Uh, I think I, Sin has... Sin is 11 times bigger than they were when they put out Swordsman. Uh, so I, I think I think we can expect great things from them next gen. While it is now GameCat, specifically White Tiger with Canadian $2 tips, says, Brian, I do not want to wait for PSVR 2 anymore. Well, we've got some bad news for you. <laughs> uh, it's been delayed till 2024. I'm really, really sorry. Everybody run. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. I uh, know. Uh, yeah. It's been it's been painful. It's been it's been really really painful. Uh, all these delays have been not delays, but all, you know the the silence from Sony for, through all these years uh, has been rough. But uh, but we're finally getting there, and we're finally getting there together. And and soon we'll all have PSVR twos. Some of you still need PS five, so like well, I guess we'll just take it one step at a time here. Uh, but yeah. And speaking of finally, Brian, it's now for the show's main topic. Oh well. What's the, what's what's the main topic today? Oh, shit! Oh, it's um. Yeah. Let me just look at the the video thumbnail. Uh, what was it? Damn. I, I, I think we just so covered it. I think it was Swordsman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we might as well go home. A, That's it. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, this is 
I, I was really excited when I saw this news. Yeah. Uh, Servius is working on Aliens, uh, an Aliens VR title. It is going to be called Aliens. Yep. Um, so let's just go into a bit of description. This comes from Polygon. Uh, they've got an article by uh, Michael uh, McWhirtle, who says, a new game based on the Alien franchise is coming to consoles, right. PC, and virtual reality platforms. So I assume that does mean flat screens. Yeah, um, yeah. This sounds yeah. this sounds like uh, the epitome of a hybrid game, you know, especially developed by yes. Servio as a, a prominent VR developer. So we'll, we'll see Who how they actually handle this. Did, they did a well. They didn't do a hybrid game, but after doing Creed yep. in VR, the boxing game, they then did a flat screen, didn't they? Because I thought it was a sequel, and then it was just a, a flat screen game. So they're now like, instead of selling two, there must be a way we can merge together. So this uh, and just, hybrid and, games is so good for developers because yeah. they're not taking the risk now, are they? Because it's like. You want to do a VR game? That's great. But you also have the whole flat screen market as well. And just a heads um, up, I don't want anybody to be confused. Uh, whenever we talk about this game, until we actually see real footage of it, I'm just going to keep playing this Alien Isolation footage. Um, this is this is, this is is what we really want in VR. I don't know if this is what we're going to get in VR. Uh, but anyway, continue. You're reading from the Polygon article? Sorry. Yeah, 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 I am. Uh, promising an intense single-player action horror game experience set in the sci-fi franchise 20th century games and servios the developer behind vr games like creed rise to glory raw data and sprint vector say that which are three great games of theirs by the way mm -hmm. um they didn't mention um walking dead for some reason uh say their untitled project will be an untold alien story set during the 57 year gap between the events of the original alien and sequel aliens the new aliens game Will star a battle-hardened veteran as a ven uh, has a vendetta against the Xenomorphs, um, according to the game's official website. Servius say its project will build on the studio's expertise in creating immersive and authentic gaming experiences. And this is what I love: the game is being built using Epic Games' Unreal Engine Five. Hell yeah! Twentieth Century Games and Servius say more details will be released at next week's Comic Con in san diego so we don't have to wait long for that at the alien expanding a dark and frightening universe panel on july 21st so five days away um so first of all brian i mean we have a poll going on right now don't we we do uh, which was asking uh do you have faith in servius to make an awesome aliens vr game we'll close this poll in two minutes so if you haven't voted already head on over we've had 177 votes um brian are we excited for this announcement how are we feeling about it Listen, man, I'm I I'm really excited about it uh, because because uh, there's no way in hell this is a PSVR one title. This is certainly they're talking about PSVR two. Uh, Servios did not even release the Walking Dead onslaught on Quest, uh, and so I, I sort of, I think from that you can sort of tell where their direction is headed. Like they they've they tweeted publicly uh, not that long ago that really they think the future of VR is PlayStation VR two, uh, and that and that is what they're. Uh, kind of putting all, all their eggs in that basket, um, and so to me, this means that they've probably this has probably been in development for a little while. Um, this and uh, because I think I, I think anybody like Servios has been looking at PlayStation VR two, dealing with the silence from Sony, knowing that it's coming, and just and just sort of just rolling the dice with release dates, right? Just being like, well, we don't we don't have an official date sony's not telling us we know it's going to be huge and so we need to be developing a next-gen vr game 
while you know while we're in this transitional period while you know while and let's put out puzzle bobble 3d vacation odyssey like let's let's just mm. because because we need to get that quest money rolling in right they probably promised oculus that they would make something for a quest and they're like well, let's do this right <laughs> and then we'll fulfill our obligation and we'll make some money but the whole time saying we need to be there for the psvr2 launch or soon after or the launch window like the first year right this this to me tells me this is the game that they've been working on for probably a couple of years now, uh, and so that's why I'm excited about it because I'm like I don't think we've seen a game that Servio has spent so much time on for a very long time. Yeah, Steve, Steve R. I just have to read his comment. Yeah. Face huggers impregnate you with loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You have to you have to pay uh you have to pay uh one one dollar ninety nine to get the face hugger off you. So the yeah, poll um, the poll that we're closing right now uh says yes. we, the question was do you have faith in Servios to make an awesome aliens VR game? And sixty six percent of you said yes, thirty four percent of you said no. So thirty four percent of you played onslaught. Um, this is this is a problem, right? Because because they've they've been trusted with an IP before and the results were average i would say i mean you know i I think they've made a lot of improvements to onslaught it is what it is now uh and it's it's okay right there are certainly good moments in onslaught but dude brian yeah quick question yeah if saints and sinners had never come out Mm -hmm. would onslaught have got a better rap i it's it's funny that you bring that up because i hear this from people all the time and i don't understand I, I, so I, I, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm no, no, no. I'm saying, but I, like, but but yeah. when people bring it up and say, "Well, this this would have been, you, people would have loved this if it wasn't for Saints and Sinners," and I'm like, "Really? Like, I don't." I, to to me, I'm like the campaign. The this, the campaign was so boring. It was like such a you know, you're just walking. It, even though you're outside for a good part of it, it still feels like they're funneling you down corridors. The story, sorry, sirens on my end. The story was they made a mistake by making it canonical, right? By by actually having it take place in the AMC universe during a set period of time because they they were only able to mess with the events that happened between, what, season 8 and season 9? And as it turns out, nothing happened between season 8 and season 9 because here's the story. Spoilers, nothing happened, right? It's like this total throwaway story that, you know, Norman Reedus wandering around aimlessly. Like, it's just... the The whole thing just seems... Like it, it, it wasn't exciting. The, the The campaign wasn't exciting. Uh, it was so obvious that the scavenging runs were meant to be this big multiplayer event where, like, four you know, four of you are running down the street together, you know, running from the zombie uh, horde and, uh, and and scavenging items and having this great. But 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 when they stripped out multiplayer, they stripped out really a lot of the fun from that mode. And so while it was fun for the first few times, it, it wasn't fun much after that. Um, so there's so many problems with this game that. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't care whether Saints and Sinners came out. Uh, this this game came out in the state that it came out. Oh, and and even though they they gave you this huge arsenal of weapons to 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 find, unlock, upgrade. Each one had three upgrades, and then but but still nothing was better than just braining them with a knife. All those all those weapons were like kind of useless when it came down to it. So there's so many problems, right? And so what do you you end up with this really really painfully average zombie shooter that. That regardless of what other games came out, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think. I, I, I don't think it was up to. Uh, I don't know up to up to really any standard that we deserved. Yeah, I mean, look, despite it, 
I still have a lot of faith in this. But another factor of this conversation about that is what type of game it's going to be. Because although it does say it's going to be an action horror, it's between Alien and Aliens. Like, I'm, I'm just going to throw out all these considerations out there and then get your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. So Alien Isolation, I never played. I've seen plenty of footage. It obviously got modded for VR, but the company never actually made an official VR one. Um, that was survival horror. Yeah. Survival horror single player creeping around trying to stay away from the one uh, xenomorph that's on the ship. Yeah. That is in line with the original Alien movie. Right. Aliens was a complete change in genre that James Cameron did. It was action and you're like, is this going to take away from it? It's an amazing movie with a totally different feel. Feels like a Vietnam movie, war movie. It's really, really great. And so I'm wondering, is this game going to be survival horror or is it going to be more? It does say action horror. It's, it's Where is the the line going to be? Because it could still have action and still be a survival horror, like a more Resident Evil style. Yeah. Um, so it depends on how many you're going to fight. But straight away, I'm just like, and this might be me just being a scaredy cat and a slightly different question to the first one. But um, the the Marines co-op aliens game that came out recently actually got quite good. It, it wasn't the most amazing game, but I hear it was a pretty decent, fun game. It was like a Left 4 Dead, yeah. but with Xenomorphs and that. And I would just love to be fighting with friends using the scanner and like keep covering each other's backs you know, with them going across the rafters and stuff like that. I know it's a stupid thing to be disappointed about because it's still going to be probably an amazing first-person game, yeah. but I'd love it there to be a multiplayer action game where you're all just on a ship and it's like you've got to get out and there's loads of xenomorphs on here. Like, with friends, it'd just be so good. But do sure. you think it's going to be action or more survival horror? I mean, it feels like it's going to be somewhere in between. I think I think somewhere in between is a pretty safe bet. Um, the, 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 strangely, the alien game that comes to mind is uh, Alien Trilogy on PlayStation One, which had you walking down these really dark corridors. And uh, I think I think the important thing to remember here is is that there's something about the Alien franchise that inherently is horror. And no matter how much you try to escape it, you can't, right? Because these xenomorphs are powerful. They're big, and the sense of scale in VR is going to be. Uh, very impactful. Also, with the uh, the motion tracker, you know that any alien game in VR is going to use that motion tracker, and I think the this you know the creaking sounds or whatever in the darkness of uh, of the space station or wherever the hell you are, uh, combined with this little motion tracker, where it's just you know you you, you sort of see a blimp of an alien that's like you know just around the next corner. Like it's going to be real, real tense, and and there's so they I think even if they were trying to avoid some kind of semblance of horror, I don't think you can. I, I think if you're going to make a proper alien game, it's just going to happen naturally, um, and so I think so. I do think that the inherent stuff is uh, the inherent horror stuff is just going to be there. Uh, but there's probably, I mean, I can only imagine they're going to go balls to the walls when it comes to the arsenal, right? All the weapons that you're going to be able to unlock. And, you know, I'm sure by the time you're 20% the way through the game, it's going to be way less scary because suddenly you're armed to the gills, right? Now yeah. you're now you're absolutely capable of dealing with whatever enemy comes your way. Uh, so I, I think... I, they, yeah, they could, play with, they could play with both ends of the spectrum. They could literally say at the start, it's a survival horror and then the reason you like playing that game is because you know you'll get to a point where no, you can actually stand up to them, and that means it. it I mean, I I, ne- I never played Alien Isolation. I do wonder was it a game that started to get repetitive because it feels like it's very one note. I mean, obviously at the 
my understanding is very much like the alien movie there's a lot at the beginning where you don't see the alien at all you're just walking around this ship and mm-hmm. you know it's the creepiness of it and not sure yeah. but i assume eventually when it's the xenomorphs there it's pretty much yeah you're just trying to get from one room it's, to the next without it's being terrifying spotted. it's terrifying but it, oh yeah yeah and the, you know a lot of times you find yourself you're like hiding underneath the desk and a xenomorph tail like just goes by and you're just like oh my god this is fucking yeah. insane it's really tough and you're, like you're hearing the sounds like just right above you and, and you're you're praying that they're gone when you peek your head out um yeah. it, but but yes you are 100 percent correct that gets old right after a while like because I, I i don't think it would get old in vr but what what happened to me was i'd be like okay this is terrifying this is terrifying this is terrifying but then i would die and then i would die again and then i would die again the exact same segment and so then i tried to find exploits this is like now now I'm just gonna like beeline it for the next room that I know I need to be in, right? After after figuring out the map and figuring out where I need to be, I'm like, now I'm just gonna fucking run, right? And hopefully the door will close behind me and then I'll be safe for another second and, and then I'll die and die and die and die and die until I until I exploit the game again and I just beeline it to the next place I'm supposed to go. Um and so 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 to me, yeah, it did get a little bit old. Um and, but I just can't picture that getting old in VR. Right. So. Yeah. No, I'm with you completely. Um, what, think, does the, what does the chat feel? What does the chat feel? I mean, obviously you've done the poll, but I'm curious to know um, what they feel in terms of... I mean, look, this is going to be definitely a day one play. Like, I'm so, I'm super excited for it. And if it's with the Unreal Engine 5, um, I'm just super excited for it. Um, yeah. Well, let, let, me, let me tell you this, man. I really, really, really hope they don't screw this up because I do think that... Uh, that the success of VR next gen with PSVR two, uh, obviously it depends first and foremost on the quality of the games, making sure that everything we get is good. So this is important, right? If if, if somebody out there is buying, like I've I've already said it, I think a lot of people are going to buy PSVR two because they're huge Horizon fans and they go, wow, the next Horizon game is only in VR, and this is the only place we're going to be able to pick it up is in VR. The only place we're going to be able to play is PlayStation VR two specifically. That's going to sell a lot of Horizon fans on being like, well. I guess I, I guess I'm going to check out this VR game, and so I I, I always go back to uh, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny from IGN, you know, Podcast Beyond, um, who who when he was a kid, he was walking. He's never played a video game before. He's walking through a store with his mom, and he sees Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System behind the glass mm. case, right? And he and he just stops in his tracks. He's told the story a million times, which is why it's probably ingrained in my mind, um, like he sold it to me. He hasn't. He points. He he his finger hits the glass and he goes, "Mom." What's that? He loves Ghostbusters, but has never played a video game. And Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System convinced him to get a Master System, convinced him to buy a game, and then suddenly he's a gamer, right? We're at a place with VR where we need to do a lot of convincing, right? It's, it, it hasn't taken, it, for, for whatever reason, even though there's hundreds of millions of gamers out there, if not more, for whatever reason, VR is struggling to get its foot in the door. For whatever reason, people are more hesitant so we need all of these little things like people who are fans of aliens to to be like okay oh there's an aliens vr game oh man i gotta check that out fans of resident evil oh there's a resident evil game i gotta check that out we need it from every single angle possible to get all to get everybody who's walking by a glass case in a store to go boom what's that right and and one by one we're going to get there to this like mass adoption uh, that vr needs because we're not there yet and we and so they we servios can't screw this up like this is going to some people are going to buy this and go, um, okay, this isn't as cool as I thought it was going to be, and move along and never play VR again. And to be honest, alien games have generally had a bad rap 
like very rarely have they been able to nail it, which is why Alien Isolation really blew people away, not just because it was a great game, but they were like, wow, they've really captured the feeling of the movies. Um, and, you know, despite looking at stuff like, you know, Walking Dead Onslaught, um, this is a great example, as you were touched upon, of IPs, big IPs uniting with mm-hmm. established VR developers. End Dreams are now doing Ghostbusters VR. Yep. Um, we've, you know, we've got Twilight Zone. We've got Peaky Blinders. You know, um, we've had Doctor Who in the past. You know, we've had a wide range of IPs, and this is just going to keep rolling more and more. I think that, regardless of if we like, you know, the idea of VR being a fad. In the corporate world, if you know, 20th Century Fox is like, no, VR is actually buzzing right now. We should get some of our properties in it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, let them do it because, especially if they're not saying we're going to do it in house or you know, we'll get some people that have tested with VR and try and build a VR. No, they're like, no, let's actually contact VR developers and say, we will give you this IP if you run with something. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm super excited about this, yeah. And we got you know, uh, I'm just really happy that we're in this place where, you know, where I, where these big IPs, uh, and I think, I think Batman Arkham Asylum really started this trend where, yes, where, where the studio started caring about the actual game and, and, and stopped trying to tie it to a movie that was coming out or a new cartoon series or, or whatever, right? Like we're, we're in a good place with, with licensed games where hopefully we never get back to, you know, the LJN stage of things like in the NES 8-bit era where they were just pumping out garbage just to cash in on these things. Uh, It's time to treat these things with the respect they deserve. And a a lot of studios are finally doing that. Yeah, no, absolutely, Brian. I think that wraps it up. Hell yeah, it does. All right, man. Well, you know what time it is. That means it's time for PSVR 20 questions where uh, I think you're the host this week, which means you've picked Uh a PlayStation VR game. Uh, I'm picking, picking, yeah. So, so and by the way, actually, can I just yeah, say, you can. I know, I know, it's twenty past the hour, but we are actually on track. We've actually been pretty good on on our timings today. You, so. you love patting yourself on the back before we actually make it to cross the finish line. We're yeah, not there yet. It's going to take forty minutes. It's going to be a forty minute uh, twenty yeah. question, especially because I, I haven't picked a game yet. So just give me like ten minutes to pick a game. <laughs> Listen, I, I I know inside baseball is everybody's favorite thing here, um, but let me tell you, let me tell you right now. Um, I told I told Miles at the beginning of the show I was like you've got too much shit in here we're not going to be able to get through all of the topics that you want to talk about uh, in a in a decent amount of time we're going to be here for three hours so I am I am actually really proud of us Miles that that we managed to move the show along as fast as we did yeah no same man although talk about we didn't talk about this at the start of the show and someone in the chat was mentioning it earlier Resident Evil is on Netflix I didn't get to watch it earlier just give you a like two two lines while I'm choosing a game of uh... What did you make of it? Because I've actually heard mixed things. I've heard some people going, "It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be," which yep. is is a depressing state of affairs. But. Yeah, it's 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 not that line isn't selling anybody on anything. Uh, it's uh, it's fine. It's it's fine, and by fine I mean not good, but not terrible. Uh, I've only watched the first episode, and I was not impressed. Um, I especially especially after hearing some really really great reviews from like GameSpot, uh, GameSpot.com gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, and oh a lot of other God. sites gave it, you know, very promising, uh, very, very, a lot of praise. The reviews have been all the, over the place, though. It wasn't because the first episode is the one that you really want to sell the series. You, yeah. you know, this is the one that you're going to put all your budget in, the best storytelling, and you've watched the first one. They've really gone in for the first one, and you say it's not that great. It's 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 slow. 
and it's i mean here, here's is it is it is it is it, it, is it based on the actual like, you know yeah yeah Evil, so it is actually based on the game Have they actually got characters in the game I, I mean yeah i mean <laughs> um i mean i'm, I'm they sure have the same I'm, name i mean yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure they're going to introduce them uh right. because it is in the same it is in the same universe it's in the same world but 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 miles i, I think this kind of brings up the problem of the Resident Evil universe. It's not a well-told story. Like no. the video games have not told a coherent story. Uh, it's it's almost Kingdom Hearts ridiculous as all over the place. Where you're just like, what? Seriously? Like, okay, so there's the main there, there's the main stars of the of the series. Umbrella's doing its thing, and now it's like that, there's T virus, and now there's a different kind of virus. Now there's this thing over here, and you can just sort of tell that they were just making shit up because they're like, oh, we gotta we gotta make a new game. Here's a new story, right? And then and the next thing you know, we're at the Baker Estate with Jack and Marguerite. In Lucas, and you're like, what in the, what in the actual fuck is going on? Is this really a Resident Evil game? So the stories, the, I, I I think the TV show really pinpoints that the games aren't the stories in the games aren't good enough to just make a movie out of. Because Welcome to Raccoon City tried that, and everyone hated right. it. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, it, it wasn't exactly well done, but but yeah, it's just. So, so the fact they have to create these new characters and, cre- and and create all these new narratives in order to call it Resident Evil just sort of proves that the the foundation isn't exactly solid to begin with. Um, yeah, it's I, I, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. It's eight hours, uh, uh, eight episodes, I think, an hour each, and I am just it's good. I think it's going to be rough. I've never watched Stranger Things. I'm going to watch that instead. Uh, right, Brian, I have chosen. A game. Excellent. Well, everybody knows how this works. Ash VR, the Groovy Game Cap, the $2 tips has another great show. Thanks again. Thank you. Hopefully you're going to help me out on 20 questions because Miles has picked a PlayStation VR game. It is in his head. Oh, uh, and I, oh VR. VR. Sorry. VR. Let me, let me and, just... And, me and I really need you guys out there to uh, to help me not only with the questions, uh, the yes or no questions to narrow, to get, narrow down what game it is, but also help me out uh, with some suggestions as, as Miles promptly and quickly and expeditiously answers each question, unlike our favorite Monday co-host, AJ, who took a minute to answer the first question on Monday's really? show. Really? Yep. What was the first one? I don't know. Like, does it have analog support or something? Does it use analog sticks? Or whatever it was, it took four, well, 49 Ian, Ian seconds says, or something. I was like, yeah. It, I love Ian in the chat goes, I predict Miles is going to AJ the fuck out of this 20 questions. I, 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 I have a bad feeling about it, too. A bad feeling. It's been 10 minutes since let's we just go, congratulated Brian. ourselves on how good up. the show's going to be. Let's do this. Uh, let's all do right, this. let's do this. Let me put five minutes. I'm going to try and answer these as quick as I can. Here we go. We'll like, see. quicker than normal. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Here it is. Which, let's go. Let's go. Does, does it use analog sticks? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, is what you're doing in this game mostly shooting? No. Okay. Two. Um, would you... Uh, is this based on an existing IP? No. Three. Okay. Three. Is this game playable in flat screen mode? No. Four. Because we have four no's. This isn't going well. Okay, we're going to go with Scott Jessica's question. He's, he's modified it since last week. Does it have dinosaurs, robots, zombies, dragons, ninjas, or cowboys in the game? No. Oh, shit. Five. I gotta write all this down. Dinos, robots, um, zombies, 
dragon. That's a lot of stuff that doesn't have ninjas, uh, oh, cowboys. Oh, wait, does it have one? Oh, You've got to be kidding me. What's up, oh, it is all. It is all. Yeah, does it have any of those in the game? Any of them? No, I'm going to say no. I don't okay. think it does, no. But okay. you can you can, you can, can come back at me in uh, Game Cats and call me a liar. <sighs> I can't wait. Um, would you consider <clears throat> this a puzzle game at all? Uh, um, no, no, no. Okay. What are you meowing about, bud, huh? Do you know that the timer's mm-hmm. ticking? Huh? Do you know it's time to, to distract me? Do you know that? Six. Okay. Um, do you operate any vehicles in this game? No. Wow. Seven. Are there any rhythm elements in this game? No. Damn it. Eight. Mark, we almost thought we had it there. Karina says, do you think Tornado's asking a question? Uh, let me ask her a question. Meow. No. <laughs> no. No, okay. That's a, that's a no. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, was this a... Uh, hmm. Was this an early PSVR 1 title? Uh, let's go with... No. Like, okay. Nine. That's nine. Early, no. Okay. Um... Uh, Chrome Colossus asks, is it cartoony? Yes. Okay. Your first yes. You finally ten. got a yes. <laughs> okay. It's a cartoony game. Uh, it, would you call this, would this fall into a, um, is this, is this less of a game and more mess around and do stuff? Like, can you like, like Vacation Sim would be a prime example, or Job Sim, which I know it's not because it's a launch title, but Vacation Sim, like where you just kind of like, it's more about fucking around than actual like games and stuff. Can I propose another question and see if you're happy with this? <laughs> yeah. could, could the question be, are there objectives in this game, or is that not what you mean? I'm not, I, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. I got to figure something else out. Is there full locomotion? Mancunian? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there is. Okay, it's, it's cartoony, and we have full loco. Full loco. Full loco. Uh, is, uh, virtual strangers. What up, Wes? Is there multiplayer? No, no multiplayer. Dude, Twelve. Nothing in this game. This game sounds like the worst. Is this a top twenty-five game? Is this something we ever consider for the? No, no. Okay, thirteen. Is this a bad game? No, fourteen. Okay, so it's an average game that's cartoony and has full locomotion. No multiplayer. wasn't an early game. Doesn't use analog sticks. There's no shooting. Isn't a main thing. Uh, it's not based on an IP. It's no flat screen version. There's no puzzles, or it's not a puzzle game. It's not you don't control vehicles. There's no dinosaurs, robots, zombies, cowboys, ninjas, <laughs> or dinosaurs in it. That's a power uh, question right there. It really is. Um, it, ooh, you Barbara may as well have soft. a question where Barbara you say, soft. "Is it?" and it's like. 499 VR games. Um, does does this take place outdoors? Yes. Uh, at times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then that, that eliminates uh, Song in the Smoke 15. and Winds and Leaves because those take place exclusively outdoors. That's not the way he answered it. Uh, is it first person? 
Yes. Okay. 16. Paper Beast is definitely a puzzle game, Chairface, but good good guess. Uh, Trover has a flat screen version, so that's not it, right, Pop? Um, shit. Uh, it's not based on an IP, so it's not Tarzan. Uh, let's go with Mark's question again. Is it a platformer? No. Okay. 17. Wander is definitely a puzzle game. Uh, damn, I was, I'm just going to ask Awesome Tatum's question because I don't fucking know. Is it a visual novel? <laughs> no. That would have fucking clarified everything. 18. Uh, man, I'm sorry. Every Everyone that you guys are, everything you guys are suggesting uh, has already been canceled out. I'm sorry. Jeez. Um, I feel like I'm going to get hated on because like, no one's guessed it yet in the chat. At all, yeah. I, I just uh, have to. I, yeah, time's up. I got to throw in the towel. I'm. I'm not, I just. I got nothing. I you got, got two nothing. more questions. Let's just do the two more questions. Nope. 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 <laughs> I've lost. What is it? Tell us re- the big reveal. What game was it? You will find out next week if we hit 300 likes. Oh yeah. No, I'll tell you. It was Hotel R and R. Huh. I love that. Huh. Which is. Okay, no, he was accurate. Hotel yeah. R&R. Yeah, here we go. Here, here's Hotel r and I, I, I just gotta run down the list here. Uh, it wasn't early, that's right. There's no analog support, that's right. Uh, there's eh, not a lot of shooting, that's true. Uh, it's not based on an IP. It's not a flat screen version. There's not a lot of puzzles, no vehicles. Um, it's not rhythm games, no multiplayer. Um, it doesn't not have dinosaurs, robots in it, does it? I don't know. The robots that, was the only thing I was thinking about. Was there a robot? It would have helped me, no. yeah. No. Um, it's cartoony and there's full locomotion. Man, you guys got to step up your game because you were no help at all. <laughs> I'm blaming this on the I, cat. And I, no, this is all my Hotel fault. R&R and, Hotel R&R is a game that gets better the more you play it. Because at first I'm like, oh, this feels a bit gimmicky when you're in that small room. But as you get into it more, it's like, actually, no, this is really... Yeah. No, I like it a lot. Yeah, I actually think that it uh, it, it actually there's a there's a bell curve, right? Because yes. I, th- I think at the very beginning, you're like, oh, this is okay, you know? And then as you start unlocking more areas uh, and then you start unlocking more weapons, you're like, oh my God, I just get to like, you know, wreak destruction on everything. And this is amazing. But then near, but then near the end of the game, the, the areas get too big. The last couple maps are just way too big and all the shit spread out way too much. And so it feels like you can't create these like domino effect type things that, that you want to do, you know? And, uh, and that's it, why I was a bit unsure when you were asking about, um, is it like job simulator? And that's why I reframed the question. Oh, of yeah. like, because, because, because I understand the whole idea. You can just trash the place, but actually this game does make it that there is, there is actually a game structure to it. Like, yeah, yeah. um, you have, to, you have objectives and you have to do so much damage and stuff like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I could, I could see where you were. I, I could see where that question was uh, tough to answer. Do you know, uh, do you remember who developed it? Yeah, this was um, Wolf and Wood Interactive, the same people who made Exorcist Legion VR, the same people who made Chair and Room Greenwater. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, this I would is, have had to check. Know. If you'd asked me that question, I would have had to check if they'd done any previous ones. And it I came should out have asked May... that early, yeah. Yeah. May 28th, 2020. Nice. Nice. Yeah, not good not, game. Not, not like good game. Definitely one of those that, like, you pick up on sale and you're like, oh, this is this is good. I'm really glad I picked this up for 10 bucks, you know? And you gave it 8.3 out of 10. 8.3 out of 10. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I think every review I've ever gone back to, I'm like, that's eh, about 0.5 higher than I would give it now. You right. Know, <laughs> right. Great, great game. You know, high seven, low eight, eh, pretty close. Yeah. 
So, all right, guys, we're going to get out of here. This has been another long episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Listen, we didn't even ask Miles what he's up to this week, but you know what? Psh, go go check it out for yourself over on YouTube.com slash Miles, or just click the link in the description below and go sign up and subscribe to his channel. Right? I will just say, <laughs> this, Wednesday, this Wednesday on the live show, it's celebrated one, on one year, it was it was episode 52, uh, so the 52nd week of doing my live show, and uh, it was really, really good. A lot of game cats now tune in. When I first did the show uh, a year ago, I had maybe three or four people watch each week. Now it's between 26 and 30 people, and like it's a 600% increase. Like, And it's always hard to get things going to begin with. So it really means a lot, and I feel really great about doing the show. Um, I love doing this as well. Live streaming is really great, and um, uh, I've learned a lot from doing it. So just anyone that's tuned into my show already, I just want to say a huge thank you for stopping over. I know it's not the most ideal time for American audiences, um, and if you haven't tuned in yet and do get a chance, yeah, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. UK time, which is 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific every Wednesday. Thank you to everybody who hung out today. Thank you to all, page, all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you to everybody who changed your name to GameCat. Don't worry, we'll give you some shout-outs on Monday. Um, we uh, Thank you to everybody uh, who helps this channel out. Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who gets the timestamps in here. Uh, Jay Meow, who makes sure that this thing, uh, not only got withoutparole.com up and running, but also makes sure that this thing uh, ends up on podcast services of your choice uh, each and every time we do one of these. So thank you very much to all the people who helped this channel run, including our loyal moderators who are doing God's work, not just here, uh, but over on Discord. So click the link in the description below and join our Discord. Uh, thank you to everybody who helped out with 20 questions. Thank you to everybody who donated during the show. Uh, and thank you to everybody uh, who participated in the poll and helped and just made the conversation and, and the show overall so much fun. But of course, thank you to all of you who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Let's get out of here, Miles. Happy weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, oh. Hit the like button. See you next week. swordsman fatalities I, I don't know man i feel like this is i feel like this is a clickbait as fuck thumbnail swordsman fatalities a little bit misleading don't you think there was no mortal combat in it but hey brian brian what 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 i've what? got a clip to show you oh, oh yeah yeah we got, i think we should do a clip of the week now clip like, of the week? just saying some shenanigans of rec room stuff that i experienced i've got one from rec room I, I thought you'd like this this one will cheer you up yeah, I have not seen this, so let's check this out together. Uh, yeah, Brian has actually not seen this. I told him not to watch it until now. So he, he, if he's disappointed and he gives a massive sight, it's real, and it's in real time. <laughs> All right, let's do this. My laddie. Excuse me, everyone. My friend Brian loves coffee. Could everyone just say, hi, Brian? Hi, Brian. Yo, hi, what's up, Brian? What's, what's up, up, Brian? Brian. You like coffee, Brian? Brian? Here, here's coffee. Cheers, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> was was <laughs> what? Was that was that um was that like scripted? Like did they know you were going to ask that?
No, like, I logged every, into, everybody was I lo- holding coffees. What the hell was going yeah, on? Yeah, I logged. I logged into the lobby and everyone was drinking coffee. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I, I was like, I was going to cut out me asking him to say it, but I thought, no, let's keep it because I love that little pause. Because literally, when I said, "Hey, do you want to say hi to Brian?" There's a pause. I'm like, they're literally looking at me, going, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then they all did it. And they're like, "Hey, Brian, do you like coffee?" And oh, uh, yeah, community's awesome. Too <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, man. Let's get out of here. I'll see everybody over on Discord. We love you all. Have a great weekend. Peace.